moss. More moss to the people, yeah. More moss. More moss to the people, yeah. More moss. More moss to the people. Hi, this is Asa Nilsson, and you're listening to More Moss to the People, where each week we're going to be talking about slowing down, even hurling ourselves off of the Ferris wheel of the production-first mentality and choosing to live a courageous life based on our own needs first and daring to be different in a world where sameness is encouraged more highly than living a life of authenticity. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. back to more moss to the people. My name is Asa and I am your host. Today is a new day for more decluttering in my home. And I'm going to share with you a couple of thoughts that I have had while I'm going through this process. Now, you know, I told you from the beginning that I was not going to be the person that is speaking to you from the mountaintop like, you need to do this and this and this because I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. I just like to organize. I like to get rid of stuff that means nothing to me. I like to move things around, do things in a kind of like a methodical way, which I thought is what I like to do. Hi, traffic. You know, this is the only way you're going to learn things is, you know, I'm following my girl, my book, Madeo Stadning, The Gentle Art of Swedish Death Cleaning by Margareta Magnusson, the little Swedish angel who wrote this book that inspired this whole movement for myself to tie it into more moss to the people. And, you know, the only way to learn anything is to do it, right? I mean, I can say left and right, this is how I'm going to organize it. I'm going to go here. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And then, you know what? It all goes to hell in a handbasket. Listen, this is the way it is. That's the way the real life works, right? I mean, the best laid plans. There's some kind of a saying around that. So this is what I say. This is what I'm learning. As I just spent a week in Stockholm doing decluttering for one of my best friends in his apartment, and he's lived there for seven years. He relocated to Sweden from the United States also. And it always makes me laugh, the things that we bring, the things that we think that we're really going to need. Uh, for example, when I moved to Sweden, when I relocated back to Sweden in uh, 2011, I bought with me probably 10 pounds, 15 pounds of towels and an additional 10, 15 pounds of sheets. Now, for those of you that do not know, Europe has completely different size bedding 
than the American sheets. So how silly that was of me, not stupid, uh, because really, what am I doing? What was I thinking? And this is this is something that I keep coming back to kind of repetitively in my life. What was I thinking? So today, as a 56-year-old woman, <laughs> going through my death cleaning process of my home, I, uh, I'd like to say some less of that. What, Asa? I love what you're thinking here. I love what you're thinking. <laughs> because I want to own, I want to be able to own what it is that I hold on to. Like, why is it something that's important to me? Why do I care to hold on to this acorn, this giant acorn that my friend Sandy Michael gave me in 2008? You know, why? Why? Because I love it. I love the way it looks. I'm not getting rid of that. No way. Forget about it. Forget about it. Now, I did go into my closets today, and I was so divinely inspired to go through my shoes. Now, I'm going to say to you, I'm not lying when I say that I have shoes in my closet still from when I used to work at Huntington National Bank in Columbus, Ohio. Now, I started at Huntington National Bank in Columbus, Ohio in 1990. I left Huntington National Bank in Columbus, Ohio in 2001. This is the year 2023, and I still have shoes in my closet from 2020, I'm sorry, 2001. So that's a couple of years ago. I'm just going back a little bit in time here. So I went through the stuff today. I took them all out. And I looked at them all, and I was like, ooh, I love these. I love them. There are three pair of shoes I refuse to let go of, even though they're high heels, and I do not wear high heels. Because who doesn't need a pair of high-heeled, black, leather, beautiful shoes from Coach? Or Ann Taylor? Or, <laughs> or Enzo? Uh, you know, these are the things that, I don't care. I'm keeping them. Do I need eight pair of flip-flops? Three of them. I've never even taken the tags off. I don't need them. I'm going to give those away. There are people that can use those. So my point is, I am completely out of whack in how I said I was going to be doing this Swedish death cleaning in my own home because I was supposed to be going, supposed to be going to the kitchen next. No way. Ain't got no time for the kitchen. The kitchen's going to take way too much work. And I'm heading out next Sunday. Don't have time. So what can I do, right? What can I do? I can be smart. I can shake and bake. I can move it around toots and I can do something else. I can go into another space. Now that is using my intuition. I'm being intuitive and listening to, listen, I don't have enough time to do that, but I can certainly go through my shoes. I mean, I don't have that many shoes, you know, you know what I'm saying? Well, I do, but uh, they're going to be gone now. So I want to pull a card, tarot card for us right now. Something to think about. Oh, I love this card. Look, two of cups. This is about, uh, cups are about emotions or about water. Emotions, water. And you see two people working together. To me, this is a cup, cup. This is a card of collaboration, union, working together. I'm going to tell you something. 
my best girlfriend who was visiting from America this past month, she and I together are terrific, terrific partners in crime when we're working with this um, decluttering. So she and I were together at our other friend's house doing this work. And man, it was like ping and pong. And we were so good working with each other. I would so love to have her be my partner here in Sweden doing the decluttering uh, with other people like for hire. But of course, she's in Chicago, Illinois. So we're going to have to work this out a little bit differently. But uh, the the thing is, we had a plan. And the plan was, let's just deal with one room at a time. Let's just deal with one space at a time. So maybe you can also take that into consideration because the the point of doing, like seeing it all, it's a little much. It's a little much. does not matter what amount of space you have around you. Looking at the whole thing at one time is way overwhelming, but you can take yourself out, like and kind of like do a helicopter perspective of, okay, I have a weekend or I have an hour. Where can I do something, right? So say you have an hour. Go through your, your books. Go through your bookshelf and just go through and see which books do I no longer want? What books can I donate? What books have I not even read? What books do I want to keep? You know, depending on how many books you have, that's something maybe you could do in an hour. Or you can go into your um, into your medicine cabinet and take out expired medicines. I had in a situation last, was it last week when my cat got in a fight again? And I went to the veterinarian for seven hours waited for her. And she said, do you have any uh, pain medicine at home for the cats or like antibiotics? And I'm like, yeah, I do, but it's old. Can I still use it? And she's like, no. Like, oh. Okay. So, you know, I have to get rid of that. Like, why am I holding on to old medicine for my cats that I can't even use? Right here, which I love in Sweden. I mentioned it before in another episode, but you can bring medicine to the drugstores here in a bag and say, I'd like to return this, please. And they'll take care of um, getting rid of it. Like they'll recycle it or do whatever it is that they do with it. I have no idea. I don't need to know. Um, but that's so nice because I can't put that in the toilet. I can't push that down the sink. Are you kidding me? That goes into our water system and that kills things. Now, now, boo, it's enough with uh, us peeing into the toilets and what's going into the water systems. So no. So what I say is maybe you start intuitively going through your house and be like, you know what? How much time do I realistically have right now? Because the point is, we're taking action, like doing something. Like what I said two weeks ago is done is better than perfect. So what I think happens is, you know, when I when I read my Dear Stadning book, my Gentle Art of Swedish Death Cleaning book, I I had to like kind of get my head around this whole process because I didn't, it was foreign to me. I mean, I had done the KonMari method. God knows I had. But this was something new and something different. And so I knew I had to start someplace. But what's happening is I am becoming, I'm refining it. I'm like cleaning it out for myself. Like, how is this going to work? If I'm planning on this taking a year to complete, which I am, uh, because I'm not going to push myself. I'm not going to be like coming in here with a gigantic, big garbage tub and just like throwing shit out the window. I'm not doing that, right? I mean, this isn't like a, a house cleaning after a death thing. I am living in my home and I want to keep things in my home and I want to have things around me that I love and I want to decide. I want to take my time. So 
I just want to share with you that maybe you do a bag a day, right? Like take a bag out of a closet and you just go through and just take out your oldest stuff that you know. I haven't worn it in 20 years. You know, there are people that say, if you haven't worn it in a year, you need to get rid of it. Okay. <laughs> yes, you could. You could apply that definitely. Now I'm going with 20 years, okay? If you haven't worn it in 20 years, let's go. Let's start there, okay? Because this is about progression, not perfection, okay? Progress, not perfection, okay? So where do you start? You start with the bag. Start with the bag and go get a grocery bag and you can go to your sock drawer, right? I mean, it's like, it is such a sense of completion. Well, I just got chills. It's a sense of completion when we do something to clear out even the tiniest space. What happens is there's something in our library of our beautiful brain that goes click, click, and it opens and we open up space for ourselves to be able to have peace and more clarity in our own heart, in our own head, heart, hands today. I'm going to get to tell you right now what that means. Now, I've heard this recently about your head, your heart, your hands. So how I say decluttering your body, home, soul, body, spirit, right, mind, all of this, that's the reason I want to do this is because it clears us up. It con it completes a process where it is not about the actual completion. It is about the action, about taking steps to create peace now. Not one day, not someday, not when I'm retired, then I will, which of course, if you're retired right now, terrific, get started. Anyone, this is not a process for only old people or people who are getting ready to drop dead. It's not the process. This is good. 20 year olds think of this as you're moving into a new apartment. I'm going to be moving into a new apartment. What would I like to do? I want to get rid of some things. Okay. Where would I like to, who would I like to give it to? Would I like to donate it? Would I like to have like a party where we have like an exchange, which is so much fun? I've done something like that. I'm going to share that right now, too. So hold on. Let me finish my first thought of head, heart, hands. My body, mind, soul, and home. Re this is what it's about, right? Decluttering my body, mind, my soul, and my home. How do we use our head, our heart, and our hands? It's the same premise of, well, I got to think it through. I got to kind of manage this. Like, okay, what exactly is it that I'm thinking that I'd like to do? Feel in what am I willing to do? What am I really, what is my intention behind wanting to do this? Um, and is it then going into the action of actually using your hands and going into removing things, taking things out and giving them to people? You know, it's not just the process of thinking it. There's more to it, right? It's thinking is a great place to start. Feeling in is a great place to start. And then the part where you're going to feel the most incredible is when you start taking your action. If that means one bag a day or one bag a week, one bag, it doesn't matter. I mean, whatever the time limit is, just get started. The Swedish death cleaning is for opening up ourselves to have peace now, not leaving a mess for somebody else to have to take care of when we're gone. 
That's why I'm doing this. That is why I am doing this. And I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. And I see that I have to remain completely unattached to how I thought it was going to look, how I thought it was going to be. I mean, this is about, for me, uh, creating a sustainable way for me to live. I know I love my home. I want to live here forever. I want to live here forever as long as I can. Yeah. And so because I want to live here forever, I need things around me that I love. And of course, there's going to be things that I'm adding in, right? I will be adding more things in when I find things that I love, but I don't need to keep adding more stuff in order to numb myself. I don't need to add more belongings so that I want to look better for other people. I don't have to be somebody other than Asa in the world and show up with no mask, except for my lips, of course, because I got to have my moisture on my lips, coming to you with no mask on, sharing my process of, this shit is broken. I don't, what am I keeping this for? What the hell am I doing? I'm putting clothes on. You should see what I'm wearing right now. I mean, I walk around looking like a crazy mad person, mad being like, you know, not angry. Um, and I don't care. What do I care? I, I mean, if somebody comes to my door right now, I was walking today on the roads. <laughs> somebody, I'm sure, thought that I was homeless. Cool. I don't care. I mean, I'm not. So, of course, I don't care, right? It's like, I don't care what other people think of how I look. I don't care what other people think about what I'm doing. I don't care if somebody's bothered by me talking about death cleaning. Like, oh my God, also talks about death all the time. No, I'm not. I'm talking about life. That's the difference. I'm talking about life and having a good life right now with the whole premise of More Moss to the People, my beautiful movement that I started nearly a year ago, how it is evolving, how I am evolving, how I'm evolving with you. My guests are changing. My, my goals are becoming so much more. My goals meaning that not like I want to achieve this, this, this. I'm talking about my goals of who am I, right? Because I'm changing. I am growing into, actually, I'm growing into my podcast. Isn't that interesting? Because before I started my podcast, because I wanted this in my life, I wanted to slow down. I wanted to have less. I wanted to do less and not rush, 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 push, 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 be, 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 do, have, have, have. I didn't want it. I just don't want it. And here I am today. September 26th, with my heart wide open and looking at every single thing around me and thinking, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Did I always have this intention in my heart to do this work? Or did the podcast come first and then the intention came afterwards? You know, it's like beautiful people, beautiful books come into your life. This weekend when I was in Stockholm, I went to Södermalm, and that is an, uh, an area of Stockholm. And I met one of the stars. Uh, his name is Johan Svensson, and he is on Instagram. And I will tag him in the show notes. And he is a star on the TV show in America that talks about Swedish death cleaning. I haven't seen the show. I still haven't seen the show. It's finally coming to Sweden. Of course, exactly when I'm going to America, it's coming to Sweden, but it's okay. So he has a store in Stockholm called the Fab Lab. And um, because I follow him on Instagram, I found that out. And I'm like, 
seems really nice. I'm actually, I'm following all three of the Swedish stars that are in the show that actually went to America to help people with their Swedish death cleaning. Um, There is a psychiatrist, there is an organizer, and there is a designer. And all three of them are people that are on Instagram, and I will tag them in the notes. And so I went with my best friend and my husband to the store on Saturday, and I went to introduce myself to Yuan Svensson. And I'm like, hi, Yuan, my name is Asa, and I live in Vestidos, and I'm working with Swedish Death Cleaning, and I've heard about you, I've read the book, and I love your work, and you know, it's just, it it was so unlike me, so unlike me to go and put my hand out and shake a person's hand that I've seen on television or seen on Instagram, because obviously he's got this show in America. So he's, a, you know, maybe a person that you people know in America. Um, but that was so outside of my own comfort zone. And because, oh, I don't want to embarrass myself. I don't want to look stupid. I don't want to look like, you're like, oh, God, just get over yourself, Austin. Who cares? I want to meet this person. I want to meet him. I want to shake his hand and say hi. And this is who I am. And tell me about you. And maybe he'd want to be a guest on my podcast. You want, if you're watching, I'd love to have you on here. Um, so it was, you know, I'm doing things differently. I'm showing up differently. How am I showing up differently? Because I'm giving myself space in my own head to be able to like, God, just like not Calgon take me away all the time, like feeling so flustered and holy crap, I don't know what I'm doing next because I got so much going on because I got so much in my house. I can't get organized. I got laundry everywhere. I got dishes. I got pots and pans and glasses. And I'm like, yeah, I can't. I can't. Some more of your stuff. I don't want more stuff. I want to eliminate. I want to have a life where, I mean, minimalistic lifestyle is lovely. It's a lovely concept. And having less is definitely awesome. And what I care more about is being more versus having more. What are your thoughts on that? I want you to consider that. Being more, being more of you and who you really are and who you really want to show up as in the world as yourself. No mask, no reason to be anything other than your beautiful self. What would your life look like? If you only had to show up as yourself from here on out and you look around you and you've got all these things and you've got a life that you're living on purpose, you're living sustainably, you have an eco-friendly home where you're actually taking into consideration everything that you're bringing in, everything that you're bringing in, putting in, consuming in, right? Whatever it is you're doing, taking into consideration our life, our lifestyle, upcycling, how can we repurpose, what can I get rid of, what can I give to somebody else, that's what this is about. That's what this is about, us working together, us working together on this. Not about me against you, me doing it for you, it's doing it together learning from each other through stories and actually doing something, getting into the arena and doing it. You know, my friend, uh, another one of my best friends, she and I spoke yesterday and she said to me, Asa, you know, I realized something um, that was super important. And hold on, I got to find this because I want to find it exactly what she said. It was so gorgeous. And, um, And it was... 
Of course, I can't find it now. That's okay. Um, it was, I do belong here. I do know what I'm doing and I do belong here. And what she meant by that was she's putting herself in the arena of actually taking action with following her passions. And when we lead with our heart and when we lead with our passions, I don't know if you've noticed this, but I've had a lot of people in my years when I was coaching say, oh, I really want to earn more money. I want to have more money. I want money, money, money. I want to be rich. I want to have, like, I want to be a millionaire. Uh, meanwhile, they haven't earned a dollar, but they want to be a millionaire, which I understand. But, you know, with money comes responsibility also. Um, and the the idea of following your passion, the money always comes. I've always known this to be true. The money will always come when you're leading with your heart and you're leading with your passions. You're doing the best that you can. You're showing up. You're smiling. You're loving your life. You're doing your thing. And then money just comes because the universe loves that energetic match. That's a match. Pushing, shoving. I want more. I want bigger. I got to have the Range Rover. I got to have this and that. Don't have any money to pay for it. You know, that just causes more stress. That just causes more dis-ease in our society. And I believe that when we really, really take a look at what it is that we want and what we need and what we have in front of us that we can appreciate more of today to repurpose, recycle, upcycle, what have you, um, then we are better off as a community, which is supremely important to me working together, working together in community with you and with others, and understanding the responsibility of having more. And do we have to have more in order to be more? No. No, no, no. Be yourself. Be your beautiful self. Take care of yourself. Understand what it is really that you want, need, and require for you to feel satisfied, full, and whole. Yeah? Head, heart, hands. What can we do today to think it through, feel it through, move it through? Think about it. Think about it. Share any of your thoughts with me. With me, I would love it. I appreciate your time today. I always appreciate you listening in. Thank you so much for being here and being part of my journey. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of More Moths to the People. I am Asa Nilsson. If you like this episode, I'd love to hear from you. Like, subscribe, follow the podcast, share it with a friend. I want to say thank you to Kamel Asli for his help with the production of this podcast. Without him, this would not even be in your ears today. I can assure you of that. And let me let me say a little something about my friend Gregory Paul Donaldson. May he rest in peace who would always leave me with this quote. He would say, in the meantime and between time, whatever you do, do it well, and then pass it on. Peace and most importantly, joy. I want to leave you with that as well. I'll see you on the flip side, my friend. Take care.